Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. My name is Mel. I'm Janet. And I'm Helen. Oh, weddings. I freaking love weddings. Like, how have we not done an episode about this yet? Well, this past year has definitely not been an easy one for the wedding industry. Um, They got hit particularly hard with all of the pandemic Mm -hmm. and social distancing, canceling of events. Yeah. And small update for me. I've actually only told my family and close friends this. So y'all listening out there are kind of the first to hear it, at least publicly, through our podcast. But uh, Philip and I were supposed to get married this March, as in next month, and it is now canceled. We had spent all of last year looking for wedding dresses, buying the wedding dresses, finalizing the florals, booking our engagement photo shoot, booking our wedding day photographers, booking hair and makeup, finalizing our bridal party, and booking a dream wedding venue that Philip and I loved that was going to hold 200 of my closest friends and family, which actually seems pretty scary if we think about that now. But for any future brides out there, anyone having gone through this wedding planning process or even anyone in the industry right now, it hasn't been easy and I feel for you. I know I know that things could be a lot worse and that everyone has had to suffer in some way or form this past year, regardless of the magnitude of suffering. But it doesn't take away from the fact that it kind of sucks. <laughs> I think I think for me, as someone who's rather practical but feels, I cried for like a whole day about the wedding being canceled. And then I got into planning mode and was like, all right, so now what? So I will say that it's not the worst thing to have happened. Like, sure, I'm like 33 freaking years of my life and the one year I get married, this happens. But I ground myself in knowing that my family, my friends, my loved ones are all safe, healthy, and happy. And if anything, this past year has taught me the things that I value the most are people in my life uh, and not to dwell on the things that I can't control. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was a quick update from my end before fully diving into this episode. But yeah, my wedding has been canceled until further notice. Yeah. Yeah. And Mel and I, we've been through that, this process of all... Wait, when did... So you were engaged in like November. November. November 2019. And from that point on, I believe right after it happened, Mel broke out her Excel sheet and started putting together your (laughs) guest list. You did, actually. So I got engaged in Boston and I remember we were flying back from Boston to LA and Mel already put together an Excel sheet that said, here's your potential guest list. (laughs) You can use this, leverage this and uh, yeah, build off of it. Uh, And let me know who you're, you know, cutting from this or adding. And then she also started going through her Pinterest board. I believe we were like, I, I don't know, just I remember constantly starting from that, from the day of mm. engagement yeah. all the way through. It's been conversations about helping, because it's a lot to do and it's a lot to make decisions on. Yeah. Um, and I think to your point, you're a very practical person, but any individual who's going to spend like over a year yeah. focused on an event and um, going through the conversations and making the decisions mm-hmm. of the things, it's very like disappointing to mm-hmm. have something you know like that kind of taken away uh, or postponed. It's not been taken away for sure, but um, yeah. So I remember the day you told us we were... Oh, shocked. We were in... Yeah. I know. How did I tell you guys? Uh, You're at my place. You asked us to be your bridesmaids, and it was after my blind holiday, and then all of a sudden you go, oh, yeah, by the way, you pulled out the camera. I didn't even notice you pulling out the camera. I think you wanted to just capture everything to, like, look back on, and you're like, my wedding's canceled. And I was like, what? Like, I, I was speechless. Yeah. Wait, I think those were separate days because I, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have asked you to be my oh, bridesmaid if I knew my wedding was canceled. <laughs> Actually, we ride. I, Helen's correct. I'm just I'm um I'm blending in. Both. Yeah, but it's because it didn't. It happened pretty close together. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. So it was like she asked us and we were really excited about it. And then uh, I think it was we were recording. We're filming Tung- the Tungren video mm. oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah and right, then yeah. we already had the camera out to vlog or just to capture content and then you said the wedding is canceled and all of us are just like i like i my mouth dropped and i was like oh. yeah i mean i pulled you ladies into so many of my wedding dress shopping dates and i did already ask y'all to be my bridesmaids so i feel like i kind of took that experience to look forward to away from you both a little bit i actually don't i don't think so um i don't i hope you don't feel that way because for me it's more like it's still for me it's like i like the feeling of looking forward to something so it's still mm. something to look forward to whatever it happens so i'm just like yeah it's still gonna happen it's not canceled i'm still like excited for it so yeah. whenever the day comes like yeah dude i'm freaking ready to like <laughs> like we have your hot your wedding playlist i listen to still oh yeah we oh, made yeah. the wedding playlist at a retreat too yeah 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 tap 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 <laughs> That's for after the parents leave. Yeah, post, 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 or after, after party. But. Yes. Can you imagine Tyler and Riley like, damn, damn, damn. Oh. They love Boomba Yap, oh, Blackpink. Yeah. So yes, I think they would like Tyga too. Oh, for sure. <laughs> no, I, yeah. And I you don't feel like you took that away. And I think a lot of, for me at least, like what being a part of a bridal party is, is supporting the bride and the groom in whatever way, right? Mm-hmm. So this was like, we knew kind of that, you know, the planning was hard, but we also knew that things were unpredictable. Mm. So, you know, like, yeah, for me, it's like our our role here is to support you guys. So this is not about us. This is about you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think to Mel's point, like, there's better that it happens later than sooner for the planners, actually, right? Mm. Versus if you told us it's going to happen, like, tomorrow or, like, next week. Yeah, And yeah. then you have no, to plan. It's so funny you say that because I think we were, like, four or five months before our wedding day, which is supposed to be next month. Mm-hmm. And Philip had not... So I was like, Philip, do the save the dates, do the invitations oh, and yeah. website, and <laughs> I will try and coordinate and handle most of it. And he did not do the save the dates. And by the time I reached out to my wedding planner, her name is Michelle, by the way. I'm going to give her a quick shout out. So many events. She's amazing. By the time I reached out to her she, and said, should we do save the dates or invitations? Four months beforehand now. She was like, uh, just do the invitations. Save the dates. It's too late now. I was like, oh, shoot. All right. And then we still didn't send it out. So there's a little bit, a little part of me that's like, okay, good. Because I think we mm-hmm. were running up on to next month and we didn't have too many things fully planned out yet yeah so maybe it was a blessing in disguise yeah the reason why i feel like a lot of people in your in our friend group is excited for it don't feel like there's like a damn it's not happening it's more like no it's still like a big it's still in a big anticipation for all of us and whatever happens we're gonna have a good time but i think for you your wedding is so special to a lot of people because our friend circle is really close and we're really friends with both you and phil Mm -hmm. so it feels like this is gonna be like a big celebration of love and like just people coming together and like i think we talked about it when you know when your wedding got canceled we're like oh do you want to do a smaller ceremony like what do you what do you have planned and you're like i'm still thinking about it but it seems like um also that like i feel like you and phil know that like you guys like celebrating with your close friends and family and that 200 people who are really close to you guys you guys still want that celebration so mm-hmm. for me as one of your bridesmaids and as one of your friends like i really i want you to have what you want on your special mm-hmm. day and if that is two years from now five years from now whatever it's still gonna happen we're gonna have so much fun regardless so i'm like shoot i'm excited still you know (laughs) my excitement level is still pretty high yeah yeah Yeah. and i actually think that i mean one of the things with uh you know this 2020 where we haven't been able to gather i think it will actually build up anticipation for people to really want to celebrate Mm -hmm. with you know everyone together because your wedding will probably happen at a time when it's like one of the first to right after everything. Oh my starts. goodness, I <laughs> hope so. Yeah, I mean, what's crazy is that when this whole pandemic thing started in March, we were like, okay, we booked a venue for next March. There's absolutely no way this is going to still be happening. And here we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even people in 2021, like my cousin, uh, Wendy, she had a wedding booked for Italy. Mm. And that this was in, I think, June of now last year. And then she rebooked it for June of this year. Mm-hmm. And she's had to just cancel it again. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, whoever is going through this right now, it is frustrating. Because yeah. you, you spend so much time and energy researching. Yeah. And there's so many components of weddings that you have to coordinate and think about. Mm. So... Yeah, we feel for everyone that's out there. I feel for myself too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. We feel for you too. Yeah. Well, speaking of a lot of coordination for a wedding, I think it'd be kind of interesting for our listeners to kind of let me walk through like some of the details Helen already planned mm-hmm. or like things that, you know, are part of the wedding planning process. But Helen did mention that she found her dress. I did. Yeah. I mean, you ladies know you were there for like, only there was one dress shopping experience I went to in Boston. That was the first mm-hmm. one with my family. But otherwise, I feel like we've been to like five six different places oh i have an album to show proof okay 
Like, Thank you, ladies, for being there with me throughout my dress shopping experience. I know it's a lot of waiting because it takes a long time to put on a freaking dress. Yeah. So. Yeah, those things are massive yeah. and huge. But it was a blessing to be there with you, you know. And it, because we also know that your family is in Boston mm-hmm. and these things, like, you need kind of your clothes. Like, if your mom and your sister can't be there, we definitely want to be able to help support, right? So, yeah. yeah. I remember some of the places where, like, let's try to set the mood so Helen could feel like. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mel, Mel at one point was playing music from her phone. Yeah. Because, yeah. because some of these dress shops like they didn't they had like elevator music and yeah, we're like no, no no that's gonna affect the way you feel in the dress it does it really <laughs> does you don't think about this but there were yeah some locations which were the better locations was when they had like the, the emotional the emotional yeah, like yeah, yeah. you're walking down the aisle and you can yep. see yourself in the dress and then other places are just kind of like like hip-hop or something yeah. i'm like no dude. yeah <laughs> speaking of your dress i'm curious so like maybe like we could walk through with our, with our listeners like for you helen like entering the dress shopping experience like do you have any expectations and was mm. it changed did it change I did not really have too many expectations. I'm not the type of person that like dreamed up my wedding ever mm. since I was a girl. Mm. And I was like, I know exactly what dress that I want. Yeah. And when I start shopping, I know what I'm going to look for. So at the beginning, I went on Pinterest and I saved a bunch of dresses that I thought looked nice. Mm. But when I, my first appointment, I was open to trying anything from like a ball gown to a non-ball gown <laughs> to like A-line and mermaid yeah. and, and trumpet and all of these different types of dresses. Um, and I'm not going to say which one I ended up on, but I did end up buying it and it just felt so right once I found the right shape for my body that Mm. I liked um, that it was pretty easy from there on because then I would show every time we entered these places I would show them this is exactly what I need and even they would be like uh, we don't have that or here's the closest thing to it but it feels good once you know exactly what Mm. you need there's so many components to address that you don't think about whether it's like the sparkles in the front if it's like embroidered or lace or if it's there's tool or Mm -hmm. how low the back is or if there's you know bows and things and yeah yeah, you don't think about like it it made me appreciate dress design a lot more than Mm. I did beforehand yeah so tip for our listeners out there start with figuring out the shape that you want yes and that's number one did you so you had mentioned you tried on a a bunch of different shapes was the one you went with what you expected or did you did you find would you recommend for someone who like doesn't or maybe they already know what shape they want that they should still try on I think you should try on other dresses. I was actually pretty mm. surprised. So there was this one dress that I tried on, one of the last ones we tried on, that was super, like, sexy. Oh, <laughs> oh, I remember that and one. And I was like, hell no, this is not going to look good on me. And then I tried it on, and it was just like, oh, <laughs> it's really pretty. I remember that. I think you walked out, I was like, oh, shoot, dude. Like, you look, <laughs> shoot, Mama Wang, Mama Wu is not going to be happy with that one. <laughs> and I was like, my first thought was like, damn, you look effing good. Second thought. Well, your parents approve. Yeah. <laughs> it's also like a, it's a wedding is also a celebration for your family. Yes, yeah, and like yeah. some, our families can be conservative depending right, on like, you right. know, where they grew up or, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My question for you is, I remember the moment you found the one, the dress. And um, I think a lot of brides had this experience where like they try on a lot of dresses and sometimes they go back to a dress. Mm-hmm. And then we had the experience with you. When you put it on and you said, this is it, like, what happened? Like, why, what, what made you, was it a feeling you got or like? Yeah. Um, so I, I like teared up just a little bit. I was waiting for, I feel like all of these different shows, uh, say yesterday dress mm. and you know, all these different shows out there make you feel like you have to cry when you put on the right dress. Mm. And so there's a little bit of that type of expectation when I was going into dress <laughs> shopping and Honestly, I am super freaking practical that I was like, yeah. wait, how much does this cost? Wait, mm, does, is yeah. this like, yeah, is this yeah. worth it yeah. for, you know, for the dress that I want? So um, I think I went into like negotiation mode first. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. We, we were on our phones texting because there's the salesperson is there in front of yeah. you in, in your you know presence. And so Helen, we're like touching, we're like, dude, this is really good. She's like, hey, but what is the price of this? Yeah. Yeah. So we were like trying to figure out. And I was really annoyed at myself for like, Helen, just, just you know, if you love it, just get yeah, it. Be in but, the moment, yeah. Um, I think yeah for me even thinking about the wedding industry it's it's so ridiculous mm-hmm. and there's so much that goes into paying for so many different things that I have a budget and I have set a budget for mm-hmm. myself and I said I have to follow this um, but you know at the end of the day I learned to be more flexible with it and mm-hmm. if you love something then take away mm-hmm. you know yeah, like a, yeah. a really really big flower yeah. centerpiece and go for a slightly smaller one you yeah know? so I learned how to compromise there. I remember there was a moment where wedding dress shopping. I was laughing because I think this is okay. It was a dress Helen didn't want, but it was like a close second. And she was like looking at me and you. I think me and Janet knew we're like, it's nice, but I don't know if it's really you. And then uh, you were looking at me. You're like, cry, Mel, cry. <laughs> yeah, your like, gaze 
gauge, your gauge was, let me use Mel as the temperature check. Yes. Based on her emotional reaction. And I was like. If, if it's a fit or not. Yeah. yeah. And I try to be like, Helen, this is your dress. It's not my dress. Yeah. But I, was like, I can't cry though. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I think that's something also for um, any brides or future brides mm-hmm. out there. Um, that when you bring people dress shopping, I think Mm -hmm. because sometimes you don't know how to feel yourself, you do look at the people that you bring to give you the emotions that you think you want to feel. Yeah. So that was something that I didn't expect that when I was trying on the dresses, I would look at Janet and Mel be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. (laughs) How do I feel? (laughs) But I remember when you found the one, the dress, and I I actually was was like, I was like, you know, I've got to change this mood because she put the veil on you and I was like, and I think Mm. Janet and I knew we just want to say anything. We're waiting for your reaction. We're yeah, like, yeah. wait. You don't want to influence. Exactly. But, so we always wanted you to first have the reaction. And then if we ever disagreed or had a different opinion, then we would share after. Yeah. 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 And you both did a very good job at doing that. Thank you. Yeah. What would you say from... So we went to a couple of different shops mm-hmm. and we had... Each time you have like a salesperson help you, right? Mm. Like, did you have a favorite experience? Like, what would you recommend for brides to look for? Or like, what makes a positive experience with the salesperson? Yeah. I mean, there are some salespeople that are really pushy when it comes to the dresses. Like, try this one on. This one's above your budget, but just try... You know, and mm. that's fine, I think, at first. But towards the end, when they try to keep you there and push the dress onto you, mm. like, that is when I'm like, oh, this mm. is not you know genuine you're just yeah. saying it looks good on me yeah, but yeah. i could tell it doesn't look good on me so yeah, yeah i i then i didn't trust their taste yeah and yeah i think those places that are pushy are not good but the i forget the one at uh bella Sposa, she was why was she so good she was really patient with you yeah so mm-hmm. they're the people who are more patient with you that really do want to help you find the right dress and will give you options and will say you know what you can or can't have on these dresses because you do want to alter so many different things those are people who are informed those mm-hmm. are, are probably the best ones I feel like um your planner Michelle also gave really good advice so she mm-hmm. joined us on one of the sessions and she said you know um, being a wedding planner um, I noticed that when a bride tries on more than 10 dresses because mm. it, it gets a little too much because then you kind of like you lose you track yeah, yeah exactly so that was it when she said that, I was like oh that's a really good tip for other yeah. like future brides to like is it 10 or 12 there's like a certain yeah. amount mm-hmm. yeah for sure not 20 like yeah Make, make sure you take photos of every single dress you try on because it's yeah. pretty incredible how fast you forget a dress once you put on a different one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even the ones you like, you're like, oh, wait, what did that look like? Yeah, I, yeah. I remember feeling really good in it, but what did it look like? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. This episode is sponsored by Skillshare. The three of us have shared our goals for 2021, and one thing that I learned about myself is that creativity really sparks a fire in me. I'll admit that last year was a bit tough, and due to personal reasons, I felt a lot of blockage. However, I'm feeling so rejuvenated and ready to explore the different sides of my creativity. No matter what 2021 brings, you could spend it creating something meaningful with Skillshare's online classes because time is what we make of it. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. For 2021, I want to figure out different ways to hone in on the craft of storytelling. Some classes that I've slated are Find Your Style, Five Exercises to Unlock Your Creative Identity, and Video for Instagram, Tell an Engaging Story in Less Than Five Minutes. These classes will definitely help me find my own voice. With Skillshare, you can find inspiration in the moment and learn how to express your creativity. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. Bring color and beauty and fun to your year. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com ABG and get a free trial of premium membership. Again, that's Skillshare.com ABG. We all shop online, and we've all seen that promo code at the checkout that is always taunting us. Like, clearly, if there is an empty space for a promo code, there is a code floating around the internet somewhere, right? A few months ago, one of my friends shared with me this browser extension that is completely free to add, and that will also scour the internet for promo codes for you so you don't have to do the work searching, and it applies the best code it finds specifically to your cart. The browser extension is called Honey, and Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. And it's super simple. When you check out, the Honey button drops down, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for all the coupons it can find for that site. We just ordered some Thai food last night, and Honey was able to get us 10% off, which was unexpected and amazing. And we just added that as tips straight back to the delivery person. I mean, if you don't 
don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash A-B-G. That's joinhoney.com slash A-B-G. Hi, ABGs and ABBs. It's Janet here. I just wanted to pop in real quick and share that we are trying a little something new here at Asian Boss Girl. We're going to be hosting a new weekly live show on this app called Stereo. We've been looking for ways to connect with you all more, and we're very excited for this opportunity. Through Stereo, you'll be able to join us for real conversations in real time, and you can actually record a question and send it to us directly, and we can answer it live. For more info, go to our Instagram at Asian Boss Girl. Click on the link tree in our profile and tap on the link that says weekly live show on Stereo. We'll be hosting these every Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll be talking about various topics. We might expand on the episode that came out that week. Uh, We might talk about shows we're watching, maybe a part two of a previous episode topic, or we might talk about something completely new that's either based on current events or whatever is on our minds. Again, head to our Instagram account at Asian Boscal and click on the link that says weekly live show on stereo to make sure you get an alert when we go live. Join us every Friday at 5 p.m. PSD on the stereo app. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The Secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swathers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I know that you ladies were already planning a bachelor party. What was that about? I haven't heard too many details about this yet. <laughs> Obviously, it's on pause now. But even prior to me asking you to be my bridesmaids, I think you both just assumed. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Mel over here would constantly every every couple of weeks drop the so when so uh, you know when are we gonna figure out your bridal party? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I didn't want to assume responsibility on certain things. But <laughs> let's just be real. I, I, I knew. Um, but I think with Helen specifically, for you as a bride, I think Jan and I knew, like, your sister Annie is, can I say she's your maid of honor? Yeah. She's my matron of matron honor. Of oh, matron honor. of honor. She's married, yes. Oh, I didn't know. I learned something new. Um, <laughs> she's your matron of honor, but we also know that Annie is super busy. She has two children. She lives in Boston. So I think Jan and I kind of just assume that, like, we'll take on the, the planning because mm. it just makes more sense. But yeah, I think as soon as you were, you got engaged, um, I started another Excel sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And I shared it, I think, with, with Janet. We yeah. have an Excel sheet going. And snap. Is it saved in the ABG folder? Can I find this? Nope. Hell no. <laughs> I, okay. We're smarter than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think um, I actually leaned, on, leaned a lot on Janet because I think Janet's been a bridesmaid multiple times. So you mm-hmm. know the planning process. So like even figuring out like, how, I was asking Janet, I was like, how do you know what location to go to? Like, mm. do you work with the bride? Is it a surprise? It really just depends, right? Yeah. Mm. Well, I think another thing is that it's interesting because uh, we all work together at ABG. So Mel and I, like, we kind of know, just like any of us, if we had to work together mm-hmm. to plan something, we kind of know how we work with each other, right? And I think what makes us work well is, like, I have previous experience, so I kind of know general best practices, but I'm not the most, like, super like enthusiastic about like this is the thing that we should do and Mm. that's Mel is like automatically will have all the ideas and the vision of things and then I'll kind of be there to be like okay but this is kind of the the thing that we should or this is the best practice Mm. the logistics the planning yeah yeah. Yeah. so um so that is kind of the dynamic that we have in terms of figuring out the bachelorette that's like a perfect dynamic (laughs) yeah like there's an executor and there's an ideator yes yeah 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 hello ABG yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so we we have 
probably it's I think similar to kind of like mimicking Helen and Phil's like planning process we see when you're ramping up and we might ramp up and then we see when you're based on your decision making that we're kind of like slowing things down or making figuring out plan like a b and c or yep. something like that yeah so um yeah we're not really gonna say much more than that but yeah. it, things are happening i don't know <laughs> are there penis balloons in your closet right now oh that's um it's on my uh in cart but buying later <laughs> <laughs> please don't give me penis balloons <laughs> hey really okay. Wait, no, I don't, hello you're turning into a wing what can i do about it oh <laughs> i'm just kidding we haven't thought that far because you know we're still you know we have plan A, B, and C in place. Okay, okay. But one thing I found um, really helpful and interesting during this process was talking to Janet. She said, like, some brides, like, maybe with Helen, just asking her, like, hey, what type of destination do you want? Because there's mm-hmm. so many different venues, right? Like, do you want to do, like, more, uh, like, a wine type or, like, a destination? Like, there's different, so there's so many options. So I think with the planning process for the bachelorette, we hopped on a call with Helen saying, hey, just so you know, like, ideally, like, there's different routes we can take, but... What are your like top two options for what kind of venue you want? And then mm-hmm. once she gave us like your idea, we're like, okay, we're done with that, and everything else will be a surprise. Mm. Yeah, um, I think that is, is, a, is a tip that people kind of what is protocol for yeah. like surprising the bride versus like planning to make sure she likes what happens. And in the past, um, I find that it's much easier if you have a clear, direct communication with the bride to figure out what her preferences are, like mm. who do you want at the event, mm. and then even deciding, even if she knows the location, right? Because and then everything else is a surprise. Yeah. Versus like if you try to plan too much of it of a surprise and then it doesn't hit what she's expecting, or from the bride perspective to be like to not be afraid to ask your bride or to share with your bridesmaids what it is that you will mm. make you happy, mm. um, because that makes it easier for for everyone, everyone. involved. Yeah. 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 Because some brides are different too. Like I think some brides, I don't know if your history, Janet, but like, have your previous brides like like to be part of the whole planning yeah. process? Yeah, I, I will say yeah. I probably it depends on the bride, but that's probably a good conversation for for if you are a bridesmaid to don't be afraid to address it with your bride and mm-hmm. just be like, hey, what do you want? Do you want it to be fully planned or like are you do you really want to be involved? And then, but I find that the sweet spot is usually like get to know what they're like the people involved, yeah. the destination, and then everything else can be kind of like mm. you you figure out. Mm-hmm. So there's a surprise component, but you set it up so that you know at least you're going to hit the mark close to what she wants. Yeah, mm. I agree. I feel thankful that all <laughs> this planning is happening behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yay. I will say, though, when um, Helen announced, because uh, I think when she asked her to be her bridesmaids, my first thing I was like, oh, my God, thank you. Who else is that? Who else is that? Yeah. <laughs> And then she also wanted to know the the groomsmen. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so Mel has like Mel has uh, these questions that I feel like always she always asks depending on the situation or where we are yeah. in life. You know? <laughs> so what was it before the wedding? Before the wedding, I mean, it's, it's constantly been, "Do you have any guy friends for me?" Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Mel, I don't. I exhausted my guy friends for you. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> what else? It was a lot of stuff was around your wedding. Yeah, I yeah. think I think the so when is the wedding happening? And then so when when are the bridesmaids going to be selected? Yeah, so if, am I a bridesmaid? No, yeah, was am, I like, bridesmaid? am I bridesmaid? Am I bridesmaid? But that one is like I knew. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the reason why. Okay, maybe just my planning side. You guys know I'm a planner, but. When I asked Helen, like, who are the other bachelorettes, or who are the other, <laughs> is this a show? <laughs> oh, Matt James, though, you know. <laughs> Ooh, I mean. <laughs> I, the reason why I ask, um, like, who are the other bridesmaids, I feel like even, like, planning other celebrations, dynamic is a big part of mm, celebrations and events. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. once she told me her other bridesmaids, I'm just like, yo, this would be hella fun, though. Because <laughs> everyone on your bridesmaids is, like, they're great women, and they're super fun to be around. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's definitely a mix of like personalities, but yeah. I feel like everyone likes to party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like really happy with your with your choice. Well, of course, it's your choice, but sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun bachelor party. Yeah, I'm excited too. And we'll keep you all updated as much as we can in the loop. Yes, just once not things Helen. happen, except for me. Yeah, <laughs> secret ABG episodes. <laughs> All right, so when it comes to a wedding, the biggest thing probably is the venue. Mm. And I hear a lot of brides or a lot of couples when they get engaged, the first thing they want to lock down is a venue. Mm. So how is that process like for you and Phil? Yes. The venue is something that is incredibly important. That that and the wedding dress is one of the first things that mm-hmm. you should figure out because the wedding dress takes a long time mm-hmm. yeah. to order and to make sure it is fit to your body. And the venue, sometimes you need to book out like two years in advance if it is a very yeah. popular place. So luckily, we live in SoCal, so there are a lot of options out here, especially even during the wintertime. You can have outdoor weddings, which is great. So I think we saw like maybe six or so Mm -hmm. different locations. And the one that we ended up on is my absolute dream 
wedding location. And it was a tough one to um, choose because the price kind of matched the dream. And I'm like, oh my God. But we justified it. We looked at our finances. I built everything out on a monthly basis, even for, you know, incorporating home and all of that. I'm like, okay, we can do this. So let's go with it. Um, And it took a while, but we locked it down. It would have been on a golf course-ish thing. I guess it doesn't look like a golf course. It's like mm-hmm. a hotel with a golf course in the in the view. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see the ocean as well. So that was what I had ended up with. The only issue, though, is that when they canceled, it was good because they gave us back our full deposit mm. um, and all of the payments that we had been making. But they are not booking anything for 2022. And they canceled everything for 2021. So it kind of sucks that we have no idea if we're going to get that venue or we're just going to have to mm. do the full search all over again. Mm. So they're they're not booking anything currently for 2022, but they may sometime in 2021 open up again. To, mm. No, no. They just canceled everything. Oh, and this I is see. a very uh, pretty popular venue too in SoCal. So it's pretty shocking that every single thing that they have booked out, I all see. events are just completely canceled. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, just to clarify again, because I, I think I maybe I heard this for the first time, but you said so. I know 2021 was the year that we we're supposed to get married. Mm-hmm. So they canceled all the weddings for this year. Yes. Next year. No rebookings. Yet. Yet. Okay. Yeah. But there's still a chance. There's still a yeah. chance. Okay. So my wedding planner, she is um, keeping in touch with them. Mm-hmm. So anytime they do open up bookings again, I think everyone's going to be racing yeah. Yeah, to book yeah, yeah, yeah. that up. I remember when we had locked in the date and it was still on hold. And right when the pandemic happened, a lot of the 2020 weddings were pushed out to 2021. Mm. And there were five different couples that already wanted our date. And our my wedding planner, she was like, do you want, do you want this one or not? Because you got to take it off hold oh, or, good. you know, start making the payments. And I was <laughs> like, all right, let's, let's go with it. But yeah, so now it's canceled. Well, all things happen for a reason yes. and in, in time. So I think that the fact that you had decided on the venue, because we remember Mm -hmm. that that discussion was really hard because Helen is a very practical person Mm -hmm. and she's like, I really like, this is what I envision. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, can I justify the financial side? Right. So Mm -hmm. there was a lot of back and forth of making that decision, but I feel like once you did, and now the, the, the hope is then like everything that you have control of, you've done. Mm-hmm, Everything mm-hmm. else is now left up to whatever the outside world. Yeah. 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 So the venue might not look the same. I know. I think both of you were excited. There was like a little gazebo there. And within our friend group, all the single people, they were talking about how that'd be like the makeout gazebo or something like that. We had a, we had a team single people I, at the gazebo. No, we had a team, team, team gazebo. gazebo. Team yeah. gazebo. <laughs> wow, we're so lame. It's like, okay, if you need to make out there, like we'll let you have your time and then rotate out to the next couple yeah, or like, single like, couple. Like we have a schedule. <laughs> yeah. Sign up list. Yeah. But whatever venue you choose, there'll be a team blank. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, no. We'll so, find somewhere. Team corner. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like, you know our friend group. Like, I know it's your dream venue. You know, there is a chance you might still get it. But regardless mm-hmm. of where you decide to get married, I think knowing all of us who are attending, we're on to have a good-ass time with good yeah. music anyway. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I am excited for it. And I think it does make sense to postpone everything for now, given what is going on in the world. Mm-hmm. So we've accepted it. Hmm. Hi everyone, Helen here. And if you've been following our YouTube channel, you saw that this past week we posted a video of these beautiful Chinese traditional dresses called K-Paws, which is how you would say it in my native tongue of Toysanese, or Chipaos or Chongsams. These dresses are so beautifully detailed and intricate. And as someone who has been dragging Mel and Janet to so many wedding boutiques to try on wedding dresses, it's been really nice to have this option of an e-commerce service to find my traditional K-Paw that I'll be wearing for my Chinese tea ceremony. The company that makes these dresses is called East Meets Dress, and it's a small business, Asian-American founded, and started by two best friends, Jen and Vivian. So a fun little backstory, Jen wanted to wear a chongsam for her wedding tea ceremony, but she found that finding a modern chongsam was even more difficult than finding her white wedding dress. So together with Vivian, her maid of honor, they started East Meets Dress to help brides find their perfect traditional wedding dress. I've been communicating with them for a few months now, and they are incredibly responsive, 
caring, detailed, and passionate about upholding the traditions of our culture, which I absolutely love. What's great about their dresses is that their bespoke line is all custom made to perfectly fit your body. They also offer a variety of modern Cheongsam styles, as well as outfits for the groom, your mom, and your pet too. And a bunch of other accessories like hairpins, bangles, a tea set, engraved chopsticks, red envelopes, and so much more. They also have dresses for the upcoming Lunar New Year too. And we are doing a giveaway! Listen to the end of this episode for details on how to win your own K-pop, Chipao or Chungsam. We're obviously super excited to share the work on our channel, so go ahead and check them out, and we hope you support them too. When it comes to my health, my mother has always instilled in me the importance of really getting to know my own body and having a vested interest in my own health versus blindly following a doctor's orders. She said this is so important because a lot of medical solutions are based on research conducted on white men whose biology are completely different from my own. Did you know that almost 40% of the U.S. are people of color, but medical research is 80-90% to 90% white? If we aren't part of these studies, we can't be sure that treatments will work for us or what unique side effects might emerge. Lack of participation leads to serious consequences because critical medical solutions will be made without considering us. That's why it's so important to be active and present in health and medical research. The All of Us Research Program is doing incredible work in this field. They are the largest and most diverse health resource on behalf of groups who have been left out of research in the past. As a participant, you'll share health info which researchers will be able to use for thousands of studies on all kinds of diseases. It's up to you how much and what you want to share. All of the info is secure and your identifiable info is removed so it's anonymous. You can sign up and do everything safely from the comfort of your own home. Participants can get a $25 gift card, their personalized genetic results, and one of 10,000 Fitbit devices. Participation is power. Join to make a difference at joinallofus.org ABG. Open to U.S. residents only. It comes every month, sometimes announced, sometimes not. It's our periods. As women, we all have a relationship with our periods, and one of the things we try to do is find best ways to nurture it. I've used tampons for most of my life, but was on the search for something more eco-friendly and something that can last longer than my four to six hour tampons. Luckily, I found Flex. Flex is innovative period care with products that are body safe, made for comfort, and made to keep you moving. So I have both the Flex Disc and the Flex Cup. For the Flex Disc, it's a one-time use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. Unlike tampons, the disc collects the period instead of absorbs it, and like the name, the material is quite flexible which means easy insertion. I'm actually more excited to use the Flex Cup because it's zero waste. Also, the Flex Cup is the only menstrual cup on the market with a pull tab, so it'd be the best transition for me as a tampon user. So say goodbye to leaks, mess, and stress, and say hello to healthier periods for people and the planet with Flex. Go to flexfits.com and use code ABG for 20% off Flex Disc Starter Kits or 10% off your first Flex Cup, plus free U.S. shipping. That's code ABG at flex, F-E-L-E-X, fits.com. So given now that we know that things have been postponed, um, what are your next steps? Oof. Yeah. So actually, Philip and I were just talking about this, and we were thinking about going to the courthouse and just getting married, having a civil mm. ceremony. But apparently in L.A., the offices have all been closed down since last March. Oh, wow. And haven't been opened up since. So it's all virtual now, which made the unromantic even more unromantic if you're just going to be on a Zoom call getting married. Mm. Um, but... I think we're going to figure it out. We want to be married so we can move on with our lives. And we realized that to wait a whole year to get married due to freaking COVID is just dumb. So we're either going to elope or have a mini-money, um, which is less oh. than 10 people, 10 guests, mm. uh, and definitely have like a sequel wedding, bigger yeah. wedding down the line. So I think that is what we are deciding on. And even Philip was like, oh, man, that's so lame to get married over Zoom. Like, should we go to Vegas and do it in Vegas? And I was like, oh, that could I can see that working. Yeah. 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 Get like an old school convertible and have like a little like headband veil and then have a burger. I don't know. Oh, that's very specific. Sarah just built out a vision. (laughs) Didn't Ross and Rachel get married in Vegas? Yeah, when they're drunk. Yeah. And she was like, I do, Mr. Rachel. I just, (laughs) they were like wasted. Oh my God, you guys should do that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But yeah, I think one of the trends that I've been seeing a lot this past year is micro weddings or mini monies, again, which are less than 10 people. And Janet, you were a bridesmaid for Dreshi's wedding, which was supposed to be a massive Indian wedding. How did that turn out? Yeah. So for context, um, anyone who has not attended an Indian wedding, these events are multi-event, multi-day celebrations. We're talking like six events over the course of like five, six, seven days usually. Wow. 
Um, and so her original plan was, you know, they were looking at venues. I think they had found like a winery in Temecula and um, their guest list was usually Indian weddings. It's like four to 500 people. And when COVID hit, I think similar to Helen and Phil, they didn't want to wait any longer. Mm-hmm. So their compromise and their solution was, okay, we're going to move forward with all of these ceremonies because uh, for Drashti, a lot of the a lot of the events were very like um, important to her mm-hmm. for her culture. So she's like, I still want to have these things and I don't want to wait for marriage because they want to move on and start building their family pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. So the way that they went around this, and I was like, if anyone is going to pull off a full Indian wedding in during COVID under social distance terms, it would be Drashti. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, they got around it by basically, they hosted all of the events but um, instead of uh, the number of people from 400, they kept it to their closest, like, 15 to 20 friends and family. So it was only, like, wedding party and family that were there. And then the venue, instead of it being, you know, at an event space, they uh, brought it to her mother's home mm. in their backyard. So in the, in, the host, in the house that she grew up in. Um, and the thing is, I actually, I feel like I have attended other Indian weddings in those, like, you know, there's so many people in those, like, really grand events. And what I really loved about their ceremony is that she positioned it as like even through the invitations and because she's a consultant, she had like onboarding calls with everyone <laughs> just because a lot of her friends and the people participating were actually not of Indian background. So she's mm. like, I want you guys to understand what's happening. I don't want you to feel lost. Mm. And she said, I want everyone to understand at this type of wedding or at our wedding, no one is a guest. Everyone is a participant. And I, so I think that's a really good workaround for anyone who, if you're going to, um, you know, like make your wedding more intimate, you can make everyone feel like it's like their party too. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I was like at other weddings, you know, to go to, to, to do a multi-event, multi-day um, ceremony, I got to really know her like mom and her sister mm-hmm. and her brother. And we've been friends for a really long time, right? Mm-hmm. But like whenever we hang out, it's just the two of us. I don't really hang out with her family. But spending like three days with her family, I was like, wow, I really got to know them. I got mm-hmm. to meet, you know, her husband, yeah. um, his side of the family and stuff. So there was something really beautiful about like doing yeah, just feeling like you were really a part of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's there's always like blessings in disguise, you know. What parts of the larger Indian wedding did they downsize or have to, had to like remove from the wedding? Yeah, so an interesting workaround they did um, for the actual uh, ceremony where they they were actually married, uh, they live streamed it. Mm-hmm. So that was actually a way that you could um, have other people who are not physically who could not physically attend be a part of it and it actually opened it up to more people than they probably would have invited Mm. so she actually said when she went back and like looked at the live stream stuff because they basically emailed a link and was like friends and family and like friends of family and everything you know if you want to you know kind of join us you can you can be present through the live stream and actually usually if you're there in person because it's so large if you're sitting in the back you can't Mm. see and be you can't or maybe hear as much because if it's like a 400 person ceremony but when it's live stream everyone has a front seat yeah so so i thought that was a clever workaround um and also for the groom because he his uh, all of his grooms were based in chicago and a lot of them have children and it happened the ceremony happened during a time when they couldn't really travel Mm -hmm. uh for the the dinner reception they actually zoomed them in and had a big screen so you still felt like, it, you know, there were people physically there and then the groomsmen were like on the screen and they still organized this whole like, you know, speeches for him mm-hmm. and they did, they had like games and all these things. So um, yeah, there are definitely creative ways to work around it if you are looking for that. So I have not been to an Indian wedding before, but I'm curious if there were certain like traditional things that you were supposed to do during that three to five day period mm-hmm. that... Um, that did she like fulfill all of the things that she wanted to do at a larger wedding, but on a smaller scale? Yeah, pretty much. They hosted all the same ceremonies. It yeah. was just like less number of people. Yeah. Um, so That's I thought awesome. that was, yeah, that achieved, I think, what she wanted. So mm. Aww, that makes me happy for her. <laughs> well, how about for Mel? You were also supposed to be a bridesmaid for two other weddings this year. Is that right? Yes. Um, and a bridesmaid for the first time. Too. Yeah, so that that would have been three different weddings. I know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I honestly I am pretty excited to be a part of these people's celebrations. Like all the three brides, Helen included, are some of my closest friends and I feel like I individually been through so much with mostly the brides. Like I I'm I'm close with the brides. And I think one thing I noticed with all of these three brides is that they have found their like their true match, their partners. Mm-hmm. And I think as a friend you're like, "Oh, I'm so happy you found the person that you want to spend your like the rest of your life with." And it's not someone I'm like 
he's all right. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. They're all like really great guys. They're yeah. good fit for the bride. So excited about that and happy for them. The weddings, I mean, they're still a work in progress. So um, I think Helen shared her uh, what's going on with her wedding. I have two other brides that I'm part of their wedding party. Um, Lindsay, one of my childhood best friends. Um, I'm actually her one of her maid of honor. Maids mm. of honor. There's two maid of honors for her wedding, and mm. I'm one of them. So I'm like, this is a first. Yeah. And my friend Cindy, I knew in college, I'm one of her bridesmaids, and she had to postpone her wedding as well. Both their weddings right now are still slated to go on for this year, but mm. given with COVID, they're like ready to push back because they want a larger wedding too. I think Cindy does. Um, she had to push it again one year. Um, the venue hasn't said anything yet. Lindsay's more like she's like, I just want to get married, start having kids. Like I just wanted. Mm-hmm. She she's okay to having a small ceremony and just like. Even, like, no reception or just, like, a small reception. Um, I think she's still working through it. She wants to start having kids, like, ASAP. So mm. she'll be my first wedding of this year if it were to happen. Mm. And also, obviously, you don't need to be married to have a kid. Yes. Yes, yes that yes. too. Depends on family values yeah. and all of that. Yes. I think for her specifically, it's her religious background that she wants to get mm. married first and yeah. have children. Um, and move in with her fiancé. Um, but yeah, I think overall with all these three weddings, I'm excited to be a part of their celebration. I think weddings are such a special occasion and, you know, for a feeler as myself, these are the best kind of celebrations to be a part of. And cause I could feel literally all day. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, there's no excuse. I'm gonna feel all day, not feel people. Not <laughs> <laughs> she oh, might. Uh, yeah. no. <laughs> Gazebo, where you at? No. <laughs> but, um, just like emotionally. Cause I feel like I cry so much at weddings now and like, I would love a Kleenex company to sponsor me during these times. <laughs> But yeah, I think on that end, like on that like bigger picture thing, I'm like really excited to be part of these celebrations. But I guess like a realistic concern, especially when you're part of multiple weddings in one year, it's like financially, it's like mm. it's, it's kind of expensive. Yeah. It's true, yeah. Like, how do I pay for all these things? Like, how do I pay for my bridesmaid dress? How do I pay for like the bachelorette and all these? Because it requires travel. So that's something um, to be mindful of. And another thing is time, managing your time with all these brides. Like you mm. want to be present for all of them and be like, hey, I'm here for you if you need anything. Um, so managing time is another thing. But I will want to, I will say that all the brides have been super like considerate and thoughtful. Like Cindy literally called me and said, hey, Mel, I know I would love for you to be a bridesmaid, but I understand like everyone's schedule is so busy. So my job as a bride, I want to make sure I want to alleviate all the stress off you guys. I want to make sure I'm doing the best I can to make everything easier for you. So I think all the brides in their own way have been really thoughtful mm. and they're not, they're not like me, 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 me. It's more like, okay, I have a, I do have a team. I have a, mm. I have a, I have a bridal party that I also want to take care of. So I'm really appreciative of those like brides who are so, super thankful and super, are super uh, thoughtful with this. So I'm, I consider myself pretty lucky to have these close friends. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. overall, I'm really excited and I guess we'll see what happens um, for this year. Yeah. So you have two this year and then one next year. That's, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, I think bachelor parties are and just do, being part of the whole process. And I've only done that for, I think, Annie. But yeah, I think being a, a maid of honor or a bridesmaid is like super fun because you get so much closer to mm-hmm. the person that you're celebrating, the bride. Um, and even going to like the bachelor parties and meeting their other friends yeah. from home or from their childhood or mm-hmm. people that you, you know, haven't met before. And you're yeah. just like, oh, this person has shaped you into the mm-hmm. person that you are today. And mm-hmm. it feels good to meet those people and yeah. just feel so much more connected to them. So I'm excited for you to have that experience with two of your, three of your closest friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yay. So I found this article on brides.com called Trends to Expect in 2021 Ooh. for all y'all engaged couples out there. So there's going to be, and these are just like terms. So more weekday weddings. That's hilarious. Mm. Yeah. Now that we don't have like concept of time yeah. and, you know what matters anymore <laughs> the yes. reason why i say it's hilarious because i think for the longest time phil was joking <laughs> about like wednesday wedding after he's seeing all the venue prices for the weekend he's like wednesday wedding is yeah happening, right? yeah oh my gosh i forgot about that <laughs> wednesday wedding yes mm. <laughs> um more sustainability with digital invitations mm. so that was one where i was like oh I, I was thinking about if I'm going to get this dress, maybe I will do a digital invitation because it's, it's a lot yeah. of paper and it, yeah. it's a, um, a lot of, I guess, like waste mm-hmm. if you want to yeah. think about it that way. Although I did still want it because of the physical like aspect of it mm. that someone could save Momentum. forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'll, I'll think about that one. Um, DIY beauty looks. So doing mm. your own, you know, hair, makeup, mm. micro weddings. We've talked about that. Mini monies, elopement, uh, intimate guest list sequel weddings and that's when you have a small Mm. wedding now and a sequel later Mm. wedding backyard weddings 
mini wedding cakes. Oh, that's kind of cute. So that you're not all eating from the same like big cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. And then this word, wifelorette. So this is a new one. It is a party given for a woman who is already married. Typically, a wifelorette only occurs if the bride's bachelorette party didn't happen Mm. before her wedding. Mm. So... Yeah, oh. I guess if I were to get "quote unquote" married yeah. in the next month or so, um, at least on paper, then I would be oh. having a wife lorette. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I'm hearing this term. Yeah, this is interesting. I mean, brides.com—they probably made yeah. it up, but <laughs> if you hear it in 2021, uh, you'll know what it means. Why does it sound like a like a waffle? <laughs> <laughs> I want to eat a wife lorette. Can I order a wife lorette? <laughs> this is a great list, Helen. I think this is extremely helpful and very informative. Yeah. It's crazy how like it's just it's just crazy to think about how much the the wedding industry is going to shift from oh, here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I wonder what even the trends will be in twenty twenty two when the ceremony occurs. Let's be a wedding rush. That's what happened. Mm. Oh yeah. If you're planning a wedding and feel like you've been planning one for a long, drawn-out period of time, or if you're part of the wedding industry, we want to acknowledge that we see you and we recognize that it's not been an easy year for y'all. Big hugs from us at ABG. Yes, and also, if you tuned into our YouTube channel, Asian Boss Girl, we posted a video last week in partner with East Me Stress. As you heard earlier in the show, they make these beautiful chipaos, kpaos, chongsams, whatever you want to call it, and we are doing a giveaway right now on our Instagram to win your very own custom chipao chongsam. All you have to do is follow the details in the caption of our latest IG post and leave a comment answering the question in light of Lunar New Year coming up on the 12th. Share with us one tradition you'd like to pass down to the next generation. Yeah, so make sure you get your answers in and uh, enter that giveaway because those dresses are beautiful. Yes. Mm Uh, and with that, we wanted to say thank you all for tuning into this episode. Thank you, Helen, for mm. you know sharing all of your updates. We know it's like a big, big thing in your life, and we're so excited for when things continue. Thank you, ladies, and thank you for being a part of it. Yeah, it's gonna. I'm I'm excited that this will this will continue for another year. Yeah. <laughs> My anticipation is like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we do have a couple of shoutouts for this episode. Happy birthday to Valerie from your husband, Alan. To Victoria and Juliet, you guys have been my rocks through these past few terrible months, and I can't imagine my life without you. I love you both from Michelle. To Emma from Christy, you're the best twin in this world. Thank you for all that you do for mom and dad. Love you lots. To Rochelle from me, you're so deserving of rest and care. I can only hope that I'm half of a good friend as you are. To Ayun from Emily from Malaysia, thank you for being the friend that you are, and I'm so glad we get to do life together, even as we are a country apart. If you'd like to send a shout out to a friend, whether it's for a birthday or they got a new job or just to say hello, you can head to our Instagram bio and in the link, there will be a form that you can fill out. For links and codes to partners we shared in today's episode, please see our show notes. And for more partnership discounts, head to our website. And if you want to support us, here are some ways you can do so. Follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review and share this episode with your friends. And if you'd like to support us through monthly donations to help keep this podcast running, you can do so at anchor.fm slash asianbossgirl slash support or get some merch at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. Yes, and last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all her magic on our episodes, including this one. Catch you all on the next episode. Bye. Bye! Thanks again for joining us, and remember to check out our live podcast that will be happening every Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Stereo app. There are a wide range of conversation topics on Stereo, so it's not just our podcast, but other shows filled with comedy, pop culture, lifestyle, sports, just to name a few. Through the app, you can join conversations about topics that you're interested in. Stereo can be downloaded for free by Apple and Android users, and they have these fun little avatars too. Again, check out our Instagram at Asian Boss Girl and click on the link that says weekly live show on Stereo to catch our show every Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Instagram.com slash Asian Boss Girl and click on the link tree to grab the link right after this episode. See you all there.